Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you too. The truth is you can do this and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable and it's got to be delicious too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte and let's get started. Have you ever been minding your own business? Maybe you're walking down the street. Maybe you're sitting in your comfy chair and bam, out of nowhere, a craving hits you. It's it like, happens. That oh, is real. I've got to have this, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just smack that. It's like a, a linebacker just hitting you from behind that you didn't even know was there. <laughs> you didn't even know was there. And now you're on the floor, you're hurting. And you're wanting something so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to think back and share with us. What was that thing for you? Like that one, maybe even two things for you that did that. Back in the day, you know, when you ate the foods that were not good for you and they had a hold on you, what were those foods? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Uh, I think at one point in time. Maybe barbecue chips. I was going to say barbecue potato Barbecue potato chips. chips. Yeah. Now, I, did, I didn't feel like it hit me like a linebacker. This was more of the sneaky ninja. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just creeps up on you. And then that little like, ooh. And then I would sneak into the pantry. I got busted a number of times. <laughs> well, you know, you're outside the pantry and you hear crinkle, 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 crunch, The crunch, lights crunch. on I underneath mean, the door, you see it. And yeah. I thought maybe the kids might be in bed <laughs> and we would buy it. Now, they were organic. You know, in our defense at the time, we thought, oh, they're organic. Oh, yeah, that's healthy. And right? I mean, I would probably. They're the all natural ones. All natural. A bit of ingredients. Right? And no doubt that they were just. At the time, I thought these are absolutely delicious, but I think there was something more going on under the hood. I don't oh, yeah. think it was We're just. Totally yeah, I don't think it was today. just a matter of the flavor. Oh no, 
Oh, but, no. We're talking today about how to reduce cravings. And there's a reason that those were craveable. <laughs> and it's intentional, sister. I want you to know that it's intentional. We're going to talk about whose intention and why it is and how it's built in. But first, let's talk about what causes physical cravings of certain foods. I want you to think about that for a moment because you have foods you crave. For me, it was cheese. You've heard me talk about this so much. Just dairy in general. I mean, if it was dairy, it was on my stuff. I was wanting sour cream and cream cheese and ricotta cheese and cheddar cheese and gouda cheese. And I mean, I can name every kind. There was no cheese that was not my thing. I loved cheese. And I still love my creamy and cheesy things. Y'all have heard me share this before. So I'm not telling you, you're not going to be able to have chips. You're not going to be able to have cheesy things. There's a different way to have them that will actually love your body back. And that is what we're all about. Jared and I are all about that. But let's talk about what is causing those physiologic, those physical cravings. There are different things that trigger them. Lack of sleep is one. I mean, have you ever noticed when you physically are exhausted, you've not been sleeping well, you tend to grab the things that are unhealthy most because you start craving those things. There is a reason for that. We're not going to go deep into that today. But lack of sleep and being tired is one of the things that triggers that. Low energy can trigger that. Low blood sugar when your body just needs food because you're hungry. And your go-tos in your mind and wired into your body are those things that are unhealthy because of your past habits, because these are the things that you've been eating on a regular basis. And there's a very good likelihood that these things will also spike blood sugar levels up. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of correcting the problem, but maybe not in a good way, but can also contribute to the problem because what goes up must come down. And then you crash and burn. And then crash and burn. And then you think, oh, my goodness, I need that candy bar again, or I need that soda because I've got to get back to normal. Right, exactly. Thirst can trigger cravings too. And most of us are walking around dehydrated. Or they just get confused as being hunger. Right. So if you're feeling hungry and you're not really sure why and you think, well, I mean, I've eaten not too long ago. Maybe you're just thirsty. You maybe reach for a glass of water or your favorite beverage, your favorite tea. Oh, yum. Okay, you're making me thirsty now. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about what do you do when these cravings strike? Now, the things that we've just talked about are really more of your non-selective cravings, really just more stimulating hunger in general. So poor sleep, stress, it's going to make you feel hungry. But next, what we want to talk about are those specific food cravings, those things like my barbecue chips or Anita's cheese. So what are those things? What are they? There is a trifecta of addiction that is known. It is fat and sugar and salt. Now, each one of these things alone can cause addiction, but, but what manufacturers know, what food company owners know is that when they can get those three things together, they have a trifecta of addiction that will keep you coming back for more. And did you know that this is why companies actually hire craveability experts to set you up so that you keep coming back for more? Because how do they make money? There are two ways. They can either raise their prices, which they can do, But at a certain point, people are going to say, I cannot pay $50 for a bag of chips or $20 for a Twinkie. I just can't do it. 
Or, Gotta draw the line somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Or they make you buy more of their product. Right. Exactly. And that's and how what do they do that? Again. They make you want it more. Mm-hmm. And then comes in the craveability experts and then what we're talking about today. So let's take Jared's barbecue chips, for example. What is it in there that kept him coming back for more? Barbecue chips are extremely oily. They're fatty by nature. They're salty, right? They're salty. Uh, definitely. And many times, if you look on the back of that barbecue chip, it has sugar in there, too. Uh, I it's would the guarantee you that it has sugar in it. Mm-hmm. And then there may even be some flavor enhancers that further boost that craveability, that almost addictiveness to the food on top of the sugar, the saltiness, and the mm-hmm. sweetness. Now we'll talk about what used to be my issue, right? This is why Jared always got teased when he would be checking out at the counter. One cashier actually called out the amount of dairy that we had on the counter that we were checking out with. That's how bad it was. Jared looked at her and said, I know it'd be so much cheaper if we just bought a cow. I mean, it would be so much cheaper. Wouldn't necessarily be easier. (laughs) It would be a whole lot messier. But yeah, at that point in time, I thought, surely it's got to be less expensive. We are really loving Mm -hmm. our dairy here. So think about cheese. It's got fat. It's very fatty, okay, just by nature. It's got salt. They add salt. It's very salty, okay? And then it has natural sugars in it to feed the baby calf and turn it into the cow. And that's not the only thing cheese has. So cheese has that trifecta of addiction, but then it has the protein casein. This is what dairy has in it. This is why manufacturers lift this protein casein out of cheese and put it in your non-dairy creamers and things like that. They sneak it in there, say it's non-dairy, but yet it's got the addictive protein in it that keeps you coming back for more. Jared's mind was blown one time when he turned over the back of a non-dairy creamer. Yeah, Yeah. non-dairy creamer, and then I was reading the ingredients, and it said casein in it, but then it said may contain milk. How in the world can a (laughs) non-dairy creamer contain milk? That's honestly ridiculous. I want you to think about how sad and pitiful that is and how evil it is. I mean, they're putting these things in there to intentionally set you up for failure, to make you sick, to keep you stuck on their food so that you'll keep buying it so they can make money. But I would say that it's not unique to just the non-dairy creamer. They put casein in other foods. So many things and I've they're seen really, it in. It's no other explanation because with this being a protein, I can't imagine that it adds any creaminess to this non-dairy creamer because there's already a lot of plant-based fats and things like that in there to do that job. But think about it. These are the things that are naturally in the milk that God placed in there to bring that calf back to the mama cow. When the calf that was created to drink the mama's milk is the one that's drinking it, it serves a beautiful and wonderful purpose because that's why it was placed there. But when you start drinking another animal's milk or eating it... Okay, and it's intended to turn a calf into a cow, then we wonder what effect does it have on us? Why are we still unable to lose weight? Why do we keep getting drawn back to these foods? Why are they addictive to us? Because they have the proteins that are addictive. They have the sugars that are addictive. They have the salt added to them. They have the fat content that's just naturally there. So it's got that trifecta of addiction. But then with cheese, why I was so addicted was... It has that added component of the casein, that protein in there that we know is addictive. Which, to your point, whenever we were really just craving a pizza, and I remember the first bite or two, having that kind of 
ah moment. Oh yeah, think about that when you grab a pizza. How you feel when you first take your when you take the first bites? Or maybe if you're putting cream in a tea or a coffee or mm-hmm. something else like that. Anything with dairy, it will give you. If you're really being honest and you think about it, it gives you that ah, mm-hmm. I feel better now moment. Mm-hmm. The same with a chocolate bar. I want you to think about this ah. for a minute. Chocolate has theobromine in it. That is a mind stimulant. It also has fat. It has sugar. And guess what? Most chocolate bars have dairy and casein protein, which is known to be addictive. We just talked about that. Bringing the calf back to the cow again. That's all in that chocolate bar. This is a big reason we get addicted to chocolate. We crave chocolate. Right? I'm not talking about cacao powder, natural powder that is made out of the chocolate that we can add to things and make it completely delicious. Sister, don't worry. We've got you. I don't want you to feel like I'm never going to be able to have all the stuff I love again. Yes, you can. That is one of the biggest lies of the enemy. You're going to have to eat nasty tasting foods in the name of health if you want to get healthy. Listen, Jared and I got your back because we love good food. I grew up in a down-home country, southern barbecue restaurant, and I'm telling you, I love good tasting food. It's got to taste great or you're not going to be able to do it for life. So we're not going to leave you hanging. But we want you to understand why am I addicted to these things, okay? You're still going to be able to have these same types of foods that you love. You're just going to eat them with different ingredients in a different way. And there's, it's so easy to do that. You won't believe this is the easiest way you could ever live. We hear it time and time again from our clients. I can't believe how easy this is. I can't believe how fun they make this. All my overwhelm when it comes to health is gone because I wake up every day and enjoy how I eat. I enjoy my lifestyle. I look forward to it because I'm still having potato salad and cheesy things. And I'm still having my crunchy snacks and all these things, right? Do you feel deprived, Jared? I mean, do you feel deprived that you can't not, have your, not your one chips? Bit. Right. Because we still eat chips. We eat our chips in a different way. We still have crackers. We have them in a different way. You just learn the ways to do it that are easy, that work with your schedule, and that still taste great. And guess what? All of a sudden, you find, I'm not having cravings anymore. This is amazing because the trifecta of addiction is gone. You're not adding a ton of salt to everything. You can control how much salt you put in there and get better things in place of the salt. You get better ingredients in place of the sugar. Oh, no. Does that mean I can't have desserts anymore? Absolutely not. We regularly We'd be in trouble then if that desserts, were the case. Right? We regularly enjoy it. But when you start getting the replacements and you learn how to do that, and we're going to talk more about that in a minute, they don't have a hold on you and you don't miss the things that you quote, can't have anymore. You know what? You can have anything you want. But let me tell you something. You reach a point where you realize I'm going to choose the better foods because I still like them. They still taste amazing. I've learned how to put it together in the way that it's superior for my body. It's superior for my thought processes. It's superior for my well-being. It helps me sleep well. It powers me up during the day so I don't feel like I'm going to crash and burn. I can live my life enjoying my children all out running and playing with them on the playground. I can go to these amazing places that are on my bucket list and I can actually walk the streets and take the tours and enjoy it. I actually now have the thought processes where I can build a business and live out this calling that God's been calling me to live. All of a sudden, the enemy's hold is lost on you because you know how to eat in a way that fuels you 
so that you can optimally thrive, so that you can have vibrant energy and you can live your calling. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. And then your life becomes about more than just you. Your children, the people that you bless in this business that you want to to start or to take to another level or the ministry you want to participate in, Mm -hmm. how many lives can be changed and how many lives can those people then change? Exactly. It's mind boggling. Exactly. And let's say you're a homeschooling mom and you think, well, I don't want to build a business. Let me tell you something. You've got some precious children there in your family that need the seeds that God wants to plant through you. And how are you going to do that if you're where I was and you don't even have the energy to feel like walking up a flight of stairs to tuck your kids into bed at night? I mean, how are you going to do that if you're spending your day struggling just to have the energy to survive? It's just impossible. You can't. And so you're looking for answers and you're trying to figure it out and you're going on diet after diet. You don't have to diet. Don't do that to yourself. I don't want to see you stuck anymore. Jared and I have walked this out. I was sick. We were over 70 pounds overweight. Together, we've lost over 70 pounds and kept it off. How have we managed to do that without worrying constantly about what we eat, without feeling like we're deprived and we're missing out on cheese and potato chips? Like, how have we done that? Well, you do it because you are going to find your new favorites. You've got to find your favorites. Replacement is the key. We figured out the simple swaps. We know how to make it doable in five, 10 minutes or less. We know what to cook when you don't have time to cook. And this is what we love showing busy women how to do on a regular basis. It's what we do inside the membership. It's what we do with our cookbook. This is why we spend hours and hours. This is why we have over 200 free episodes on here for you. You think, well, I don't know what to do. We'll just get started. We talk about this all the time. You've got to find that one thing first. Like I have a good friend the other day and she was saying, you know what? I just love my sandwiches. I just love it. And I usually make it with this and that and this and that. And I just find it. I don't want meat anymore. What can I put on my sandwiches? And we went through, well, you can put this on it and you can put that on it and you can put this and just all these different things in different ways she can make a sandwich that she never thought of. Oh, well, I like mayo on it. How can I eat it without mayo? That's got the egg and the oil and the fat and the sugar and the and it's keeping me addicted. I used to be addicted to mayonnaise. So I understand. I get where she's coming from. So I, so I told her, would you like this? Would you like that? Find your new favorite sauces. Find your new favorite dressing. She has the Power and Plants cookbook. I said, get it out. And find your five-minute secret weapons and start keeping those in your fridge instead of the mayo. So you're setting up your environment, right? Jared and I talk about this. You've got to get over these myths. I'm not going to be able to have things I love. I can't have dessert. Where will I get my protein? All these crazy things that the enemy has planted in your mind that just aren't true. And you are going to step into real life and start losing the hold that these cravings have on you. When you know what to eat instead, those things that are going to love your body back. And over time, as you do this, your taste buds change. And this happens rather quickly. 
Wouldn't you say? I mean, for us, oh, it happens I'd say very so. quickly. We see it happens with our clients all the time. It's like, I just don't have cravings for these foods, foods anymore. And our clients talk about food freedom all the time. I've found food freedom. I was looking back through some testimonials today and just so encouraged and sharing with Jared, lives are being changed. This is a regular occurrence for us now. We're seeing women get freed from these addictions that food had over them because they now know what to do and their body no longer craves these things because they're not there on a regular basis anymore. Are they still having the potato salad that reminds them of mama and of their grandma? Are they still having gravy? Can they still have the creamy soups and the nacho sauce and all those things? Can they eat salads and not dread it? Because they actually love it because they have a great sauce on there, because they know how to make it stick to their ribs. All these different things that we teach you here on these 200 and something episodes in the cookbook, inside the membership, step by step. What do I do? How do I do this? This is why we're here for you, because it's not hard. It will just become what you do. We talked about what is causing these physiologic cravings, lack of sleep, low energy, low blood sugar, all these different triggers we talked about today. And specifically, why are you craving them? Well, you've been set up by the craveability experts with the fat, sugar, salt trifecta, and then throw in some casein on top of that. Yeah, they're all over it. They want to know, listen, there's a reason why the hut comes out with cheese crust pizza, cheese sprinkled on the cheese crust pizza, double cheese, extra cheese, pizza crust, cheesy pizza. I with mean, the side of cheese sticks. With the side of cheese sticks. <laughs> I mean, and it's so true. And I used to fall for it every time. I mean, every pizza order I made had extra cheese with cheese in the crust with cheese on top. And it was killing me. It was slow death by food. Yes. Slow death by food. Your food, what is on the end of your fork, is either going to bring life to you or it is going to bring slow death. And that's the truth. And you can tell it by how your body lives. Listen, Jared was telling me today, Jared is a physician assistant. He works in telemedicine. He was on the phone with a patient. Now, I want you to share with me. We're not going to tell any names because we're all about no, confidentiality. No. All but, privacy. But I was speaking with a patient today and I had mentioned some lifestyle changes, specifically whole food plant-based with them. I don't know, a few months ago, I think. And he'd made a lot of changes, although he said, well, I'm really not quite to the point of being completely plant-based, but I've made these changes. And specifically, he would normally eat bacon and eggs for breakfast. Now he's doing an acai bowl and a green smoothie. And he said it used to be that after breakfast, he didn't have the energy to go and try to do the things that he wanted to do when it was a day off from work. He felt like he had to go lay down and recover from that. But now when he drinks a smoothie, eats the acai bowl, He's got the energy, and it's the exact opposite. He goes and takes on the day. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It Really, food has the power to heal or the power to harm, and there really isn't anything that's in between. No. It seems to do it's one, or the other. one or the other. One or the other. And so, like, like you're saying, you've got that choice. Every time you take a bite, is it serving your goal? Is it serving your desire to do exactly what we mm-hmm. say? Go and spend time with your children, build a business, do God's calling on your life. And we keep hammering this point because we want you to know it. We want you to believe it. Step into your purpose. Step into the plan that the Father has for your life. This this is how the addictive foods lose their hold. Absolutely. You find your new favorite. And like you were saying a moment ago, that it happens pretty quickly. I've heard 30 days. I've seen faster. 
I really have, mm-hmm. to where there is zero hold on you anymore. We don't have the cravings we used to have. I don't crave cheese anymore. I could walk by the deli section and see all the meats I used to love and all my old favorite cheeses. And I'm going to be honest with you, it stinks to me now. Like, I don't even, it There's doesn't even smell good. actually a bit of a repulsion good. there. <laughs> it doesn't even smell good. It's not that I don't like, just don't like it anymore, which I don't. I don't like it. I don't care for it. I don't like what it did to my body. I don't like where it put me. But I love great tasting food. So then what do I do? Well, I've got to find the things I love, okay? So what are the foods you love? Just take the one thing, like my friend Amber said. She said, I want a good sandwich. So you start with the sandwich. If it's chili, you start with chili. And you start replacing the ingredients that are causing you harm. The animal products, the meat, the dairy, the cheese, the eggs, the oil. And you think, oh, I love all those things. Only because you crave them right now because you've been set up. But that is not going to be your story anymore because you are going to start taking steps to find your new favorites. Take Jared's patient, for example. He started his just that one meal a day different. And the more you do, the easier it is. So do that one meal, then do two meals a day, then do three meals a day. And before long, plant-based is just going to be what you do. You listen to the episodes on the podcast. You get in the membership. You start asking questions. What are the substitutes for this? If I want salt, what do I eat instead? If I want cheese, what do I eat instead? If I want meat, what do I eat instead? How do I bake without oil? How do I saute without oil? How do I get my protein if I'm plant-based? We've got episodes on that, a recent one. You need to go back and listen to that if, if you don't know how to do that. It's not hard. You just don't know what to do. But just guess for what? now, it's just different. Right. It's just a little different, but it won't be. But guess what? You've got friends and mentors right here who've walked the walk that we talk. Okay. We do it day in and day out. We see our clients do it. We help them and they get results. In a future episode, very soon, maybe even the next episode, we're going to be talking about how do you decrease inflammation? Because inflammation. Chronic inflammation that goes on and on and on is what's causing all of your issues, your health issues. Chronic inflammation is what's causing your health issues. I want you to think about this for a minute. You've got inflammation of your blood vessels. We've talked about this on a recent episode. Where does the blood flow? Everywhere. If the nutrients can't get in and the garbage can't get out, you've got problems. You got problems in your brain, you got problems in your joints, you got problems in your fingers, you got problems in your toes, you got everywhere because blood flows everywhere and then if you've got an inflamed gut on top of that what's going to happen well that one cell wall thick of lining in your gut is going to break down and now you've got leaky gut and where do you have problems everywhere because the gut has been tied to your brain health it's been tied to all kinds of other health issues so we've got an inflamed gut we've got inflamed vessels and we've got inflamed joints And this is why you're aching all the time and you're tired all the time and you don't know what's going on. And this is why so many people get relief. The top 15 chronic diseases of our time can be prevented and even reversed with whole plant foods. Why? Because when you take out the things that are harming you and you get in the things that fight inflammation, so you take out the inflammation causing foods and you put in the things that fight inflammation, which is the whole plant foods, Your body that's been wanting to heal all along starts to heal. You have energy. You feel great every day. Sister, listen, Jared and I care about you so much. We want you to walk away from this episode with hope. We say this so many times, but don't just walk away with hope. I want you to take action. What is the one thing you're going to take from this episode today? 
And I want to offer a suggestion to you. What I think you should do is find that one new favorite. Maybe you've listened to us for a while and you've already been doing that. Then find your next new favorite. Today is the day. What do you love to eat? What is that thing? You know what it is that's standing in your way, that's causing your health struggle, that you reach for, that you crave. Well, break that craving by getting something wonderful in its place that's going to love your body back, that's filled with delicious, nutritious, whole plant foods. And find a way to do that in a way that's going to taste great and that doesn't take you two hours in the kitchen. We're busy women. We don't have time for that. We do not have time for that. You've got to let that go. Listen, to be a good mom, to be a good wife, to do your job in this world and to serve at home, you do not have to spend two hours in the kitchen every meal. I promise you, this is the easiest way to live. It's the easiest way to prep meals. And it is the most joyful too, because you don't feel sluggish anymore. Remember, Jared's patient was talking about that. You, you don't feel sluggish. You don't, you're not inflamed. And so you're not dealing with all these health issues. We need to talk sometime about just the letters and the things that we've gotten of all the different diseases and things that our clients have had reverse. It's un. Believable, And you think, how in the world can one change like this? Just going whole food plant-based. How can it affect so many different things? Surely it's snake oil, right? Because nothing works on this many things. Yeah, it does. Because this is how God intended for our bodies to be fueled from the very beginning. Go back and read Genesis. Look at where he first talks about how do we eat? What did he put here for us to eat? I want you to read it. Look at it and see. And this is why we were created to live this way and it can heal us. And when you learn how to do it in the right way, and that's what we want for you by taking out the things that are harming you and adding in the things that are beneficial for your body, I call it the one-two punch, okay? That is going to bring you lasting success where you don't have cheat days because you don't crave things anymore. So you don't need cheat days because guess what? If you like how you eat and you look forward to how you live every single day, are you going to be dreaming of cheat days? No, you're not, because that food's lost its hold. It doesn't, you don't crave it anymore. Thank God there is a way out that is natural, that doesn't have side effects. Well, not bad side effects, right? It has side effects, but they're all great ones. And this is what we want for you. This is what's possible when you learn how to eat plants the enjoyable way. Sister Jared and I absolutely love hanging out with you. And if you have learned something great from this episode or you've gained some tips that have started changing your life, your blood levels are coming back to normal. You're just feeling better. Food is starting to lose its hold on you. Or you've just heard something new today that's blown your mind that you've never heard before and you cannot wait to try it out. I want you to go right now to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It makes all the difference in the world and blesses our socks off. We love getting to know you and hearing about your journey is going to inspire even more women to take the steps that will bring them freedom too. We are wishing you the most spectacular week, sunshine, and we will see you again next time on Power on Plants.